0: Hello and welcome to The Green Hornet from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. For a breakfast cereal that gives you real nourishment, get Cheerios. It's made from good, old-fashioned, nourishing oats, all ready to eat. And now, Cheerios presents... The Green Hornet. He hunts the biggest of all game, public enemies who try to destroy our America. With his faithful bullet, Cato, Britt Reed, daring young publisher, matches wits with the underworld, risking his life that criminals and racketeers within the law may feel its weight by the sting of the Green Hornet. Ride with Britt Reed in the thrilling adventure of City Hall Shake-Up. Listen, yes, listen for The Magic Wire. Listen and hear how you can win a wonderful new home recording machine. Full information later in today's program, so listen carefully. Listen for The Magic Wire. And now, the Green Hornet strikes again! John Anderson was elected Commissioner of Public Works with the support of the Daily Sentinel, Years later, when he ran for re-election, he found Britt Reed's influential newspaper strenuously opposed.
1: Here's Britt Reed's latest blast, Mr. Anderson.
2: Mm, let's see. The Daily Sentinel regrets it can no longer endorse John Anderson. What has happened to this commissioner? Why, during the past two years, has he forgotten his promises? Why has he been evasive? What has become of the public funds that have been spent for work that has not been done? Why has John Anderson resorted to trickery and various other devices to block investigations into the activities of his department? A candidate can allay suspicion by opening his records for inspection. Unless he does this without further delay, I can only conclude that the records would prove more damaging than mere suspicion. <sighs> Harsh words, eh, Miss Barswell?
1: Mr. Axford of the Daily Sentinel is waiting to see you, Mr. Anderson. And uh, so is that man, Mr. Cleveborne.
2: Well, I... I want to be alone in my office for a few minutes.
1: Yes, sir.
3: Well, Miss Boswell, did you tell Anderson I was here?
1: Yes, Mr. Clevebourne. He'll see you in a little while. Will you sit down? I
3: can't wait all day. I have other things to do.
1: Well, I'm sorry, Mr. Clevebourne, but... Hey, hey, look, Miss. Did you
4: tell Anderson I was here from the Sentinel with some questions? You from the Sentinel? Yeah. Axford's the name. Michael Axford.
3: After what your paper's been saying, you have a lot of nerve to come here.
4: <laughs> i never been bothered none
1: by lack of nerve. Miss Boswell... I must see my father right away. Will you sit down for just a few minutes, Miss Anderson? Her mother is waiting in the car, so I'll, I'll get I'll tell up. your father you're here. I'll tell him myself. But, Miss Anderson, you can't It'll just... only take a couple of seconds. I'm
3: going in there, too. I'm tired of waiting.
1: Daddy, look down. What the... Jump! What happened? He jumped! He jumped! I saw
3: him jump!
4: Suffering snakes!
1: He jumped from the office window! <laughs> Right there in the office at the time, Axford?
4: That I was, Casey. My golly, it was awful. His own daughter was there.
1: You called in the story, didn't you?
4: Uh, That I did. But there's a couple of angles that I didn't say nothing about when I talked to rewrite. That's why I got to see Reed. Oh, hello, Mr.
1: Reed. Hello, Miss Casey. Reed, I want... You had a beat on the Anderson
5: death, didn't you, Axford?
4: Yeah, and Reed, I want to tell you that... Well, not now, Axford, not unless it's important. Uh, But it is. Now, listen. When I was in Anderson's outer office, there was a guy there waiting to see him. A guy by the name of Cleveborn. Who is Cleveborn? I know about him because of my connections with the cops. Reed, he's a blacklisted newspaper man. He used to handle a lot of city hall stuff. Till it got out that he was being bribed to keep some things out of the papers. He's no good.
5: Why was he calling on Anderson?
4: Uh, that's what I don't know, Reed.
5: I wonder if he had anything on him.
1: You know, if he did... It... Might supply the motive for the suicide. Anderson
4: used to be a pretty straight
5: guy. Yes, I know he was. The sentinel backed him when he first ran for office. I was surprised at the way he turned out. There was an awful lot of money spent in his department. and The amount of public works didn't justify the expenditures.
1: Mr. Reed.
5: Yes, Miss Case?
1: I happen to know Mrs. Anderson and Peggy. They don't live high. Huh? Well, I mean... Well, if Anderson has been getting rich in his job, it's not apparent in the way his wife and daughter live.
4: I wonder why Clevebourne was calling on Anderson. I tried to find out, Reed. I talked to Miss Boswell. Oh, the secretary? Yeah. She said that Clevebourne was in there to see Anderson every so often. And every time he was there, Anderson was upset, kind of, after he left. Anderson was upset? Yeah. Nervous and sort of jittery and short-tempered. What else did you learn about Clevebourne? Well, not much, Reed. You said he hung around the city hall. Well, during the day... And nights it's Gorham's Grove. Gorham's Grove? It's sort of a roadhouse outside the city limits. There's gambling there. I wonder how I've missed Gorham's Grove. Oh, it's not like the other roadhouses. and nightclubs Reed, its third rate. It's not your kind of place. Besides, you couldn't get in. Who couldn't get in?
1: You shouldn't have said that, Michael.
4: you got to be known to Gorham to get in. I can't get in, eh? Huh? Now, Reed. We'll see about that.
1: But, Reed, you wouldn't like it. There's
4: no floor show and the food's no good. I'll find out for
5: myself, Axford. Uh...
4: How would you like to go out with
5: me? I'll have Cato drive us out there tonight.
2: You
4: see, Reed, this place of Garam's isn't so hot. I admit I've seen better. This nightclub hat is only a front to hide the gambling upstairs. Uh, even the gambling is second-rate. Well... Um, have you seen Cleveborn
5: around, actually
4: No, but uh, Gorham is the dark haired little squirt over there with the flower in his buttonhole. Oh. The guy, the waiter, just went up to speak to him. I see him.
6: He wants you to meet him in back, Mr. Gorham. He's sitting in your car. What's the matter with Cleveborn? Is he getting bashful? Why doesn't he come in here? I don't know, boss. I just brought the message as he gave it to me. Okay, Freddie. I'll go see what's eating it. Oh, say, boss. Yes. Is that uh, Bert Reed over there? Yes, why? I got to tell him his paper's calling on the phone. Oh.
4: The phone? Oh, uh, yeah, Mr. Reed, your office is calling. Gotti Reed, maybe it's important. Well, if it is, I'll let you know, expert. Excuse me. Chorting. This way, Mr.
6: Reed. <laughs> Right in that booth, Mr. Reed. You can close the door. Thanks.
5: Hello? Oh, Mr. Britt. It is not office calling. Oh, hello, Cato. Where are you calling from? From Booth in Vestibule of Club. Did you watch for Clevebourne? Oh, yes, sir.
3: I see him enter Gorham's car.
5: He sent word for Mr. Gorham to meet him. Uh, Gorham just left the dining room. Oh, yes, sir. He is meeting Clevebourne in the rear of the building. Cato, is it dark out there? Oh, yes, it's very dark. Good. I'll slip around to the rear and see if I can learn anything. And, Cato, don't lose Clevebourne.
3: I thought it might be better if I wasn't seen inside the place for a while, Doran. All right, Clevebourne. Why do you want to see me? What's up? Anderson's death has started an investigation. Naturally. How about Anderson's records? The big boy says he can stall the inspection of the records for a little while, but not for long. The shortage will be found. And it might be traced to us. Oh, confound Anderson. Why did he have to take the dive? He had the election cinched? Maybe he didn't think so. He'd have cleaned up plenty on him. And he had cold feet from the start. Was always afraid he was too honest for us. What about this, uh, inspection? We've got to make up the shortage. How? That's why I came here, Gorham. We gotta see Anderson's wife. Ah, she's got nothing. She will have when the insurance is paid. Will it be paid in view of the suicide? It'll be paid. I checked on
6: that. What good'll it do to see the widow? How do we know she'll pay up?
3: She'll pay a lot to save her husband's good name. You see, Anderson left a letter for her. It was on his desk. I grabbed it during the excitement. A letter, hmm? What's in it? Plenty. Among other things, it names me. Oh. It's lucky you were there when Anderson jumped. Lucky and uh, unlucky. Because I was there, the police want to question me about my connection with Anderson. I've got to lie low. What am I to do? When the insurance is paid, you've got to call on Mrs. Anderson. You get the cash from her and turn it over to me. I'll see that Merkel gets it back into Anderson's accounts. Then everything will be all right. Now, here's what you're to tell the widow. Hidden
0: in the shadows, Britt Reed heard much of the low-voiced conversation before he rejoined Axford in the dining room. It was later the same evening when he met Cato in the
5: bedroom of his luxurious apartment. Cato, our city is in the grip of a well-oiled machine run by crooks. Men in high positions have to take orders from Clevebourne and Gorham. Anderson wasn't the only one. Were there others? Yes. Merkel, who, like Anderson, is on the council... And Hudson, who's in the prosecutor's office. Is that true? Yes. A lot of cash has been channeled into the hands of the crooks. Well, Clevebourne and Gorham are crooks? We're on the track something, Cato. It may take the Green Hornet to get the evidence that's needed. Well, how can I help, Mr. Britt? You followed Clevebourne after he left Gorham's Grove, didn't you? Yes, sir. He went to a small hotel and took suite under assumed name of Smith. Keep an eye on him. Watch him all the time and keep me posted. Yes, sir. If we get the brakes, we'll learn how men like Anderson and Merkel and Hudson are corrupted after they get in office. Well, how long do you think it will take? Well, we'll have to wait, Cato, until the insurance company settles with Mrs. Anderson. Then I think things will pop wide open.
0: We'll continue our story in just a moment. Listen for the
7: magic wire.
0: Listen and hear one of the most exciting offers of the year. Listen to this.
7: How would you like to have a wonderful new home recording machine complete with microphone? How would you like to have a wonderful machine that you can use to record your own voice? Here
0: it is, a marvelous home recording machine that makes recordings on wire. It's the amazing new Webster Chicago Wire Recorder. You
7: simply talk or sing into the microphone. This great new instrument actually records your voice on a magical piece of stainless steel wire. And listen, this marvelous
0: new Webster Chicago Wire Recorder also plays the recording back just the way you made it. For it comes complete with a built-in speaker as well as a microphone.
7: It's easy as ABC to operate and fun for the whole family. You can record your own voice. You can use it to entertain friends and relatives. You can record your favorite radio programs, baby's voice, birthdays, anniversaries, family events. You can record your own plays, teach yourself to become a radio announcer or singer.
0: Listen, this amazing machine has an advertised retail price of $149.50 and a slightly higher west of the Rockies, but it may be yours as a prize. Right
7: now, Cheerios is offering $200. Yes, 200 of these wonderful Webster Chicago wire recorders in a great contest. Enter this big, easy contest now. Just finish
0: this easy sentence. I like Cheerios Walt Disney comic books because... Finish that sentence in 10 additional words or less. For complete rules, get the handy entry blank at your grocer's.
7: There's no need to make a fancy or elaborate entry. And if you want ideas, see the Cheerios package. The back of the Cheerios package tells you all about these swell Walt Disney pocket-sized comic books.
0: Remember, finish this sentence in ten additional words or less. I like Cheerios
7: Walt Disney comic books because... Enclose your name and address and one box top from Cheerios. That nourishing breakfast cereal that's made from oats, all ready to eat.
0: Send your finished sentence together with your name and address and one Cheerios box top today and hurry. This contest is closing soon. Send to Green Hornet, Box 7800, Chicago, Illinois. That's Green Hornet, Box 7800, Box 7800, Chicago, Illinois. (laughs) Now to continue our story. For several days following the suicide of John Anderson, Axford kept in close touch with police headquarters and kept needling his friend, Sergeant Burke.
4: I tell you, Burke, the cops are slipping. Oh, is that so now, Axford? Believe me, when I was on the cops, a lug like Cleburne couldn't disappear and stay, so we'd have found him in no time. Well, if you can find him, there's nothing stopping you. Go on, Axford, and find the lug. There's things he could tell you about John Anderson. Find him and get yourself a story for the sentinel. Yeah. And if you're so good at finding men, you might bring in that green hornet. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be eating that sarcasm one of these days, Burke. You wait and see. I'll find the green hornet. <laughs> you will in a pig's eye. If you could get the hornet, you could get Cleeborn. Slap a 25 grand reward on Cleaborn like what's on the hornet and watch me find him.
1: Michael. Hey, what's the matter with you? You didn't slam the door. Oh, Casey, it's tired. I am.
4: I've been looking all over for cleveland
1: Are you still looking for him? I'd give a week's pay to get him. Just to
4: show that smart Alec Burke a thing or two. Oh,
1: Burke's in your hair, huh? Oh, just a figure of speech. Is Reed in his office? No, Michael, not now. But he called. He said to hold you if you came in. Hold me? <laughs> he wants to see you.
4: Oh, golly, Casey. <laughs> Have I done something wrong? <laughs> no,
1: no, not that I know of. I think he has a special story. He seemed quite enthused. Oh, here he is. he is! Hello, what?
5: Axford. I'm glad you're here. I have an inside tip. You wondered where Cato was spending his time. Yeah? Well, he got what he was waiting for. He learned that the insurance company is to pay Mrs. Anderson this afternoon. Is that what Cato's been doing? Uh-huh. Did you have him planted somewhere? Well, that's about it, Axford. Now, if you hop over to see Mrs. Anderson, you might get a story. What she'll do with the insurance. Oh, no, Reed, I don't like that sort of job. It'll be a scoop, won't it, Miss Case?
1: It'll be bad taste, Mr. Reed, if you'll pardon my saying so.
4: Bad taste?
1: I'm sure Gunnigan wouldn't care for a story like that. Neither would your father.
4: Neither would I, by golly.
5: But I I went to a lot of trouble to get the tip off on the check.
1: Mrs. Anderson's had so much heartache, Mr. Reed.
5: Well... The
1: Sentinel doesn't need news that badly.
4: Okay, if that's how you feel, we'll skip it.
1: Reed... You don't have the
4: slant of what makes news. Now, if you'd only spend more time around the office so as you could learn... Or
5: less time so I wouldn't interfere with routine, eh? Well, I'll clear out for the rest of the day. I can be reached at the golf course. That evening, while Oxford
0: was at police headquarters as usual, Britt Reed called Cato to his bedroom.
5: Cleve Bourne's still at the hotel, Cato? Yes, Mr. Britt
4: hiding behind the name of Smith.
5: Well, tonight, Gorham's to call on Mrs. Anderson. We'll get there early and watch for him. Everything ready? All is ready. Stepping
0: through a secret panel in the rear of a closet in the bedroom, Britt Reed and Cato went along a narrow passageway built within the walls of the apartment itself. This passage led to an adjoining building which fronted on a dark side street. Those supposedly abandoned... This building served as the hiding place for the sleek, super-powered black beauty, streamlined car of the Green Hornet. (laughs) Brick Reed pressed a button. The great car roared into life. A section of the wall in front raised automatically, then closed as the gleaming black beauty sped into the darkness. beauty was parked in the shadows near the Anderson home. Britt waited until he saw Gorham enter the house. He gave the owner of a gambling casino time to get well into his interview
6: with Mrs. Anderson. This is a most unpleasant task, Mrs. Anderson.
1: I... I can't believe it, Mr. Gorham. And yet I... I knew there must be some reason for John... John's act.
6: I was as shocked as you are. I'd always trusted Cleefbourne. Bond. We were friends think that he was a blackmailer, but we must face the facts and do the best we can. We must work this out together.
7: Yes, I suppose that's the only way.
6: You see, Clevebourne was with your husband at my club when it was raided. He had a photograph that proved that John escaped during the raid. Clevebourne kept demanding money as the price of his silence. John
1: explained all that in the letter you brought
6: me. Oh, yes, yes. Why
1: did Clevebourne steal the letter from John's desk? He
6: probably thought it'd be a confession that would involve him. And it was.
1: But he sent the letter to you. Why not to me? Uh, He thought I'd make
6: a good intermediary. He knew he could trust me. Mrs. Anderson, we must replace the cash that your husband stole. It must be returned before the audit is made. Oh,
1: I I see.
6: It's the only way to protect John Anderson's name.
1: And, incidentally, to protect your friend, Mr. Cleveborn. Yes. How can the cash be returned with no one knowing?
6: Well, I can handle that. I have a contest. How contact. do I know you'll return it? Why, Mrs. Anderson, if I didn't do so, Clevebourne would get me. You can see what he says in the letter to me that oh, I... What? What the, mess? The Green Hornet.
5: Freeze, Gorham. What, what do you want?
6: Lots of bad company tonight, huh, Mrs. Anderson?
5: I'll take the letter your husband wrote to you, what? as well as the one Clevebourne sent, Gorham. What? That's it. No, now, no. Wait. Listen. Another time, Gorham. We'll meet again. What?
6: Thank Matt, the hornet. What, what shall I do? What shall I do? I'm going after that hornet. I'll get you. in the home of Mrs. John Anderson on Parker Avenue. All cars be on the alert for Green Hornet. Get him dead or alive.
0: Among those who heard the radio newscast was Cleveland, Alone in the
3: hotel suite, the he had rented using an assumed name. Robbery. Now back to the baseball scores. Hmm. What in blazes is the Hornet doing at Anderson's house? I wonder if Gorham was... There. Hello, Cleveborn. <laughs> the Hornet? Uh,
5: how did you get here? The window of the next room opens to a fire escape. You left the connecting door unlocked. Now see here... I thought you'd bring all of your confidential matters into hiding with you. Let's see what you have in that desk. No, no, wait, listen, Hawk. Shut up. Do I get what I want in this desk, or do I have to search further? Oh, ah, listen, I've got nothing in there. Nothing? Yeah, what's this? Give me, and get back. If you try another fast move, I'll let you have the stuff that's in this gun. You. Ah, interesting documents here. Also photographs. Well, here's Merkel. And of all people, Hudson. I can use these things. Good game, wasn't it, Cleveborn? No, no. I think you lie. Watch it, Cleveborn. Ask who's there. Who? Who's there? Open up. I? that's all I wanted to know. Let him in. All right. Now I don't need you, Cleveborn.
6: No. no, Hey, what the... Come on, (coughs) Goran. There's
5: more gas for you if you don't behave.
6: What have you done? Shut
5: up. I'm going to call Merkel and Hudson. They'd better get here on the double. Yes, right away, Merkel. You'll see Cleavebourne when you get here. Stay where you are, Gorham. I'm calling Hudson. Come in, Hudson. Merkel is already here. What? That mask? The word is hornet. Merkel, what's this
6: mean? I I don't know. I just got here a minute ago. You, Gorham. He got me too.
5: Clevebourne is over there, gentlemen, on the floor.
6: The Lord. Merkel, is he dead? I I don't know. I just got here a minute ahead of me. The hornet shot him.
5: Claiborne won't do any more blackmailing, gentlemen. I am now the one who holds the evidence against you. Here, Merkel, a photograph of you. Both print and negative. Give that to me. Study. From now on, I'm going to hold it. The same with this bit of art that features you, Hudson. Why, you... Steve Bourne and Gorham went to a lot of trouble to get those pictures. Perhaps neither of you knew that they planned the raids on Gorham's Grove to get pictures that you'd pay heavily to keep out of circulation.
6: Gorham, is that the truth? Now hold on. Hold it.
5: I'm doing the talking. And when you've met my demands, you'll be given the evidence that Clevebourne's been using to run the city hall as he wanted it run. Oh, Merkel, this is going to be worse than ever. It may not be as bad as you think, Hudson. For example, here's my first order. You're to make those two, Gorham and Clevebourne, hand over the cash they got from Anderson. It's to go back into the public works account before the audit. But
6: Clevebourne is dead. No,
5: he's only sleeping. Now, let me see you go to work on Gorham.
6: Now, wait, wait a minute. You heard what the Hornet said, Gorham? No, no. What are you going to do, America? Listen to me, you man. you right. uh, good. Well, that's a good start, Hudson. Oh, Gorham, you know how much cash we've got to have to balance Anderson's books. Now, listen, wait. I'll make a deal. Not too soon, Gorham. We want to work this deal out the hard no, way. Not. See what I mean? Hudson, wait. It's my turn. No, no. I'll pay. I can't hear you. I'll pay. You flattened him. Now, how about it, Hornet? Is that what you... Is... Say, where'd he go? Well, I don't know. He must have gone into the next room. And he's got those photos with him. Come on, we've got to get him. (laughs) That window. There he goes down the fire escape. Hey, you down there. You'll be hearing from me. How are we doing? First break.
5: Keep it up.
4: Holy smoke, what a morning this is. Hey, Gunnigan, here's another call from the guy at City Hall. Yeah? Merkel announces a budget cut in his department. Great day. Copy? Take this to rewrite. Gunnigan,
6: I just got a call from Hudson. He's put the go-ahead on that playground deal.
4: No, not
6: Hudson.
5: Yes, Hudson.
4: What's gotten into the City Hall? Good
5: morning, Gunnigan. Seems to be a lot of action around the city room this morning.
4: Reed, I never saw anything like it. Merkel and Hudson have been making up for lost time. Cuts in the budget. The playground is going through. The master's bill is signed. The teacher's pay raises to start next fall. By thunder, I never saw anything like
5: it. I'm glad to hear those things, Gunnigan. The Sentinel backed those men when they ran for office. I'd begun to think we'd have to reverse ourselves on them.
4: No siree, boss. We've backed the right men. They're late, but they're coming through at last. And you know, Reed, that makes me wonder about John Anderson. I'll bet the audit will show that he was all right in spite of all we suspected. Yes,
5: Gunnigan, I wouldn't be surprised if you were right. Uh, Hey, Gunnigan.
4: Are you still around here, Axford? Yeah. What with so much news from City Hall, uh, I don't suppose there'd be room for my story about the green harnet calling on Mrs. Anderson last night. Oh, they won't, huh? Well, guess again, Axford. Guess again.
0: the whole family can enter Cheerios' big new contest. It's easy and it's fun, and you have 200 opportunities to win. 200 opportunities to win a wonderful new home recording machine, the amazing new Webster Chicago Wire Recorder. For complete contest rules, get the handy entry blank at your grocer's now. To enter, simply finish this sentence in 10 additional words or less. I like Cheerios Walt Disney pocket-sized comic books because... Enclose your name and address and one Cheerios box top and send it once to Green Hornet, Box 7800, Box 7800, Chicago, Illinois. You've been listening to The Green Hornet, brought to you by Cheerios, the breakfast cereal that's made from good, old-fashioned, nourishing oats, all ready to eat. Boys and girls' attention, coming soon to your grocers, Model City. This new Model City looks just like a real city, and you can get it without sending in a single penny and without waiting. Be sure to keep listening to this program. Soon, very soon, we'll be telling you how you can get Model City when you get the Betty Crocker Cereal Tray. Yes, watch for the new, big, exciting Model City. It's coming soon to your grocers with the Betty Crocker Cereal Tray. Be with us again next week at the same time when General Mills will again present The Green Hornet. This copyrighted feature originates in Detroit, and all characters, places, and incidents used are fictitious. Hal Neal speaking. This is ABC,
7: the American broadcasting company.